1: Tom Zapola and John Mallory
2: JM my boy how you doing brother What's up Zap how you doing Keeping warm up there Not really it's been cold no, huh? man No yeah. I'm cold How you doing That's cold here, too. It's 74. (laughs) I love it. No, it's about 78.
3: (laughs) Hey, uh, listen, uh, I was going to have a headline this week, but since it was going to be about the National, but we decided to ask John Brogy to come on. So John's going to be on later on. Welcome to the Great American Collectible Show. How about the headline
2: that Bill Belichick and Tom Brady are all lovey-dovey again? Yeah, did Did you say it? Were they really kissing? I don't know if they kissed, but there was a strong hug and some facial touching. So yeah. Wow, I couldn't believe that. Anyway, <laughs> uh,
3: we have a great show today.
2: Welcome, John, Tom
3: Zappler and my good friend and co-host, John Mallory. Uh, today we have a good show. We're going to bring in yeah. a couple of seconds. We're going to bring in Paul Borges from PB Collectibles. We love Paul because Paul represents all of the small shops across the country. That's right. He's, he's, he's going to become the poster boy for those shops. <laughs> and then we're going to bring in another good friend who I love. I love this guy dearly, Bobby Livingston from RR Auction. We love Bobby. Uh, we have some history with Bobby. Uh, we've had some fun with Bobby, actually. And then, <laughs> lastly, uh, we've got John Brogy from the National uh, coming in to join us. But let's bring in Paul first. Yeah, Paul Borges from PB Collectibles. How are you, Paul?
4: Good. How are you guys? Thanks for having me on. Hey, Paul.
3: Good. 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 Nice to see John. you. Hey, I got to show you guys this. Uh, so. Many of you know Mike Variali. Michael Variali is a big follower uh, of the show. Yep. And, uh, he's, been, he's just been such supportive. So he was down here in Florida, so he invited me to breakfast. And I said, as long as I can pay. He said, which is history in itself. <laughs> so he said to me, okay, fine. I'm bringing you a couple of presents. So he bought me, brought me two presents, one of which I'm going to give to Staten Island Joe Marino. And this is an official <laughs> signed Greg Jeffrey's ball. Oh, jeez! Uh-huh. 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 <laughs> now, this will go. I'm going to give this to Joe <laughs> this weekend, and this is going to go with the 4389000 Greg Jeffrey rookie cards. That's, that the, he tried uh,
2: to, that's the next Pete Rose, right? That he was, tried yeah, to speculate that. was the around. next Pete Rose, right.
3: Now, <laughs> the <laughs> other, the other ball, right. The other ball that he gave me uh, is really close to my heart. And tonight, as a matter of fact, uh, we're going to be cooking on the grill, and I'm going to put this ball on the grill, <laughs> and this is an autographed Bucky-effing-deck Oh, my Lord. Baseball. Oh, boy. So, Michael, thank it's you very much eight. for nothing, for absolutely nothing. But anyways, just
2: take it to like a shooting range down there and shoot the hell out of it. Will you please? Exactly.
3: <laughs> All right, Paul. Uh, I don't know if you heard the introduction. We're intro- we, we, You are going to become the poster boy for the, for the small Sweet. shops across the country. Yeah. Because you are really
2: the bloodline uh, for, for the collectibles world. That one-on-one, face-to-face with absolutely. the fans, with the collectors, right.
3: So tell us uh, what's going on at PB Collectibles with some of the cool stuff you have.
4: Well, we've been very fortunate. Uh, we've got a few uh, nice items, as I mentioned to you earlier this week, um, that have come into the shop. I get about 40 autograph bats, mostly Hall of Famers, that came in. Uh, we've got uh, just recently uh, 60, a, a set of flair uh, baseball, uh, 59 59, 60, 61, 62, 63. To 63. Complete sets? Complete sets. Great.
2: I wow, think very cool. cool. There's some great players in those, man. Yeah, yeah, very cool. Yeah. And
4: uh, as I showed you earlier, we're starting to get back. I was lucky enough last year to go on a buying trip uh, that I heard about from a customer, and I went down to uh, Warner Robins, Georgia, actually, uh, to buy a collection uh, that I heard about every baseball set from 53 to last year. So wow. I flew down, rented a Penske truck, and, <laughs> and uh, we worked out a deal. And I brought them all back, and uh, they uh, sit <clears throat> for quite a while in a storage unit here, and uh, plugging away at it. And uh, so,
2: Paul, are you are you going to keep those in sets? Are you going to break them out? How do? You, what is your strategy for this?
4: We've already started breaking them. You out. Have? okay, all right. Yeah. So now, <clears throat> for the most part, I have tons of commons. Uh, Basically, uh, pretty strong from about 52 up. No high numbers than 52, but I have lots and lots of comments from all of those years. obviously. Wow. wow. Paul, do you do many shows? I do. I do probably about six. Oh, um, you do? You know, maybe six a year. And uh, because, like I told you I, before, I teach at a local university here. So in the wintertime, I'm pretty busy. And uh, once May hits, we're open seven days a week here at the shop. So, so Paul. We'll report- I always
2: wonder, since we you plan off what Zap said to open the show, how you have that face-to-face, one-on-one contact, you know, with with your customers and and people, uh, as opposed to say an auction where it's online and everything like that. You know, kind of basic question: What's hot? What's not? What's on the mind of consumers right now? People coming into the shop, are they looking me, vintage? Are they looking modern? What are they looking for now?
4: For me, the younger the younger kids are the are the modern stuff. The yep. Joe Burrows of the world, the Mahomes, you know, the yeah. the Herberts. Uh, Mac Jones has definitely cooled down.
2: Yeah, uh, a little bit in more bit. ways than one.
4: Yeah. Yes. Yes. For <laughs> sure.
2: Yes, he has. Hey, but you and, know what? That could be a card now, though, with the beefed-up coaching staff. If, he, if all, he
4: comes back, you never you know, right? I mean, I mean that, that's, he, right. he didn't. He didn't really have any weapons. Let's face it. I, yeah. I mean, no, and and I I is, the coaching
2: was terrible. So we're hoping. I think this is obviously going to be the make or, break make or break for for Mac this year. Yeah. Hey, I, Paul, I
4: you have some. You have some fifty and fifty-one bowmans that I see. I, I did. Uh, I don't have those here at the shop presently because I sent a lot of that out already. So I broke that down. That came in uh, last week from a former student of mine at Salve. Uh, so um, they were lower condition. Uh, I had the Jackie. I didn't have the, the Mickey, but I, w- I did have uh, from a man that came in earlier this year. I had the, uh, the 51 Mantle, and I, I received four of those. You have four of those? I have four four mantles. They're all lower condition.
3: But Bowman's you know something, Paul, that's a perfect example of what we're talking about. Yeah. For the average collector. I mean, that's, that's right. still,
4: what's, what is that,
3: graded than one?
4: This is a one.
3: Yeah, yeah. that's still about an eight $8,000 card, isn't yeah, it?
4: It's not a bad, yes, you're right. Um, so he came in with that, 452 mantle Bowman's. No fifty-two tops. Yeah, uh, unfortunately, um, and a few fifty-one mays that I've since sold. A few of those, I had the uh, the Hank Aaron. Yeah, I had Three Hank Aarons. I still have one four left. Uh, so it's been really, I've been very fortunate for a little spot here in Newport, very small, uh, to have a lot of people come in. So to answer your question, John. If it's young kids, they're looking for the for the newer stuff, you yep, know? Yep. Um, and if it's – but my real base for my for the shop is really the vintage stuff. Yeah, and that's what it's yeah.
3: all about. This yeah. summer – we're just about out of time, but this summer we are going to make a road trip, J.M. We and have I, to go down there, definitely. Yeah, we're going to exactly. get Petricelli to come with us, make yeah. a road trip uh, down to your shop, and uh, maybe Rika can do a little signing, and yeah. John and I will uh, do a little schmoozing.
4: Excellent. I would love it. Yeah, I'd love, love to do all right, that. Your Bob. website
3: address is? pbcollectibles.com All right, listen, folks, he's what it's all about. Support all of the little card shops in your town. They're starting to pop up all over the place. Those are the people that are really the bloodline to this hobby. All right, Paul, we love you, and uh, we'll talk to you down the road. Thanks, Thanks Paul. so much,
4: you guys. Have a great Take day. Take
3: Paul Bye. Borges from PB Collectibles. Nice guy, huh? The best, awesome, just yeah, he awesome. he really is, Jim. Yeah. You know, he's one of these guys that you can tell. You know, he and I hit it off. He approached me at the Shriners. Yeah, but I just said to telling this guy, he's 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 legit. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, and so it's great. Really you know, good. he's always on the lookout for things. He goes down to Georgia for a, for a buy, and he's got a good read on what his customers want. And um, you love to see businesses like that stay. We always talk about you know the old days, going into the the card shop and stuff like that. And he's he's keeping it real right now. So Absolutely.
3: All right, so let's bring in, how do I describe this gentleman? <laughs> Colorful.
2: He's a Colorful. bon vivant. He's a raconteur. Bon vivant, handsome. Yeah, man about town, well-dressed, well-groomed.
3: I think he's a mediocre guitarist, but he thinks he's like Jimi Hendrix. But aside from that, let's bring in our good friend, Bobby Livingston from our, our Auction. How are you, Bobby boy?
5: Tom, I am fantastic. Uh, New England misses you. It got quite the tan. Speak
6: for
3: yourself.
5: You snowbird. <laughs> <laughs> so Bobby,
3: be, be, Bobby, before we get into the nuts and bolts of this auction that is blowing me away, are you a really decent guitarist or
5: are you mediocre? I'm, uh, I'm a pretty darn good songwriter, Tom. I'm very proud of my uh, work in order to uh, write some, 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 some lyrics that are, I'm very proud of. Now, to get to that, I do have to play guitar, and uh, I would say I'm a capable guitar player.
3: Okay, I'm more capable. of a rhythm, more of a rhythm player, though, right? I'm
5: a I'm an old folk rocker, so it makes it easy for me. <laughs> uh, and uh, you know, real quick, the secret of having a great rock band is to surround yourself with people that are a lot better than you. Tom. No, doubt. absolutely. So, so that's that's There's what that's do.
2: Zap does with this show. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Bobby,
3: let's talk about the auction, man. This thing has blown me away. First of all. Just about everything's is, is PSA encapsulated, right? Or I mean, no, you've got a every, ton of stuff. Every, every single thing. Wow. Unbelievable. All
5: right. So, well, the reason. Look, here's here's the thing. We we've been partnering with PSA since the beginning. You know, they they used our authenticators. We were on our, their board. We work very closely with the original PSA team, and uh, so we've been partnering together for for well over twenty years now, and. Uh, it just makes a lot of sense for us to um, encapsulate raw signatures and use PSA to do that Um, because uh, Tom, one of the things um, and John we noticed over the years is companies were buying raw autographs out of our sale, taking them and cutting them up terribly and placing them on baseball cards. Uh, And they would buy full, beautiful, historic documents and cut them to pieces oh, which was Jesus. you know so uh we that, that was horrifying to us as a uh you know a traditional manuscript auction house so what we decided to do over the last couple years is um go ahead and get get everything encapsulated ourselves uh, making sure they weren't defaced and um uh, you know present them to the people that collect baseball cards and then you can have uh a fantastic autograph, encapsulated, graded, and, you, you know, uh, and it just it, it makes sense to us. And, um, you know, we're pretty proud of what we've done here.
3: i got to tell you something. You know, I don't want to limit the discussion of this auction to sports memorabilia because the stuff that you have, the historical stuff that you have is museum-quality stuff that belongs in the freaking Smithsonian. I'm serious, Bobby. I mean, stuff by you – know, tell us about what's, – what's this – Free Frank stuff. About. <laughs> you don't know what a free Frank is, Tom? Uh, yeah, a free Frank is when you like, you know, get a free hot dog. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> <laughs>
7: right?
3: No.
5: So uh, there, there was a tradition, a tradition in the United States that the president didn't have to pay for a postage stamp. All he had to do was address <laughs> the envelope, and he'd, he'd sign his name up, you know, where the stamp would go, and the letter would be mailed for free. So what? <laughs> you know it's pretty interesting you get these envelopes instead of stamps you get George Washington's name up in the corner so uh we ha- we have one of those and it's encapsulated uh, by PSA so again someone i mean it would be a tragedy if they opened that up and cut the signature off but you know an envelope <laughs> an envelope tells a story it tells you who Washington was writing to you know and so it's a great artifact it's encapsulated it's graded and uh, you know free francs are are neat they're people that just collect uh, envelopes signed by presidents.
2: Very cool. J.M.? Well, I was, I just playing off what you said a little bit, I mean, I went on the the, the website, and <laughs> I, cu- I, cu- like, I couldn't believe the it's things mind you have, Bobby. I mean, the presidential stuff, and again, we, again th- this show is always branching out from sports, but I mean, I want to say, where'd you get it? Is it one source? Is it multiple sources? that's a great question. How do you come across I mean, we're talking about high-end documents, letters. Abigail Adams. I mean, mean, from (laughs) Abe Lincoln, Teddy Roosevelt, FDR. It's like, this isn't like, you know, this is the real deal,
5: man. How'd you come across this stuff? Well, it's sourced from all different uh, consigners. Yeah. We've been in We've been in business since 1976, and we're, we're autograph specialists, uh, manuscript specialists uh, that, that specialize in historic figures, not sports. Now, we get sports things yeah. as part of the, yeah. the consignment process, but we get more presidents than any, you know, anyone, and we have sales every month. And so we're getting raw material from, from people that were collecting 100 years ago, 50 years ago, 20 years ago, and these are raw autographs. You know, that we that you know that we're we sell every month manuscripts with, over the last several months we've been curating hey this would look good in a holder this would be really great in a holder this you know this is you know three pages letter let's put it in our regular sale so we're getting these uh, particular items from our regular consigner base and we've got a, a, a very passionate collector base that doesn't necessarily buy uh, PSA encapsulated items they yeah. like them raw um, but' it's, it's traditional on for us to get this quality of material from George Washington to Albert Einstein to Thomas Edison, uh, you know, to Babe Ruth, yeah, I mean, really cool stuff. Well, hang, you know, can, stuff I, a, can I just, just ca- quick, yeah, quick, ca- quick. Ca- so are you impressed, Bobby,
2: as someone who's been in the business so long and, and has an expertise in autographs at the condition of these items that are like two hundred plus years old?
5: I mean, how do they? How are they even still in existence? Uh, well, it, they're kept in files, you know. They're, uh, yeah. One of the tragedies, by the way, is when I walk into someone's home that has a big uh, manuscript collection. They've got them on the walls uh, without museum quality glass and yeah. ex- expose things to sunlight. Yeah. Oh, that's a tragedy, right? Um, but most uh, condition, uh, guys, is so important uh, to what we accept and sell because if it's you know really beat up, uh, we typically will decline it unless it's in a very important piece. Um, and our and our uh, buyers are you know are very particular about condition, And so we we try really hard when we write an auction description to point out the flaws, which maybe a lot of auction companies don't want to say. Look, it's got foxing, it's got creases, it's you know. But uh, um, it's they've stayed in this condition because uh, they were collected over the centuries. You know, people didn't throw away their George Washington letters, so the ones that right. did realize they had value so they've they've saved them. Uh and they, you know they have significance. They have significance.
3: Yeah. Bobby of the of the sports items that you have, you got a lot of boxing, uh which I, I'm a boxing fan, big boxing fan. I have a, a really cool uh memorabilia collection from one boxer. But uh one that one autographed uh, sheet that sticks out is the A Batel. I mean A Batel there's always been a mystique behind him with the Chicago Black Sox gambler. Right.
5: That's a great piece. Great piece. Are there many of those around? You know, it's, it's, it's rare. Uh, but we get, we get really, uh, really uh, interesting figures appear, uh, for us all, all, the time, you know? So that's, what's really great, uh, about uh, the autograph collections to get sent in is that you never know who's going to be in there. And, uh, you know, um, we you know, we get a lot of great boxing material. Did you lot.
3: get the boxing material from one source? Because no. you got I mean, you got Jim Corbett, you got Primo Canary, you yeah. got Jim Braddock. Jim Braddock. I mean you yeah. got some really cool stuff, man.
5: Well, you know, the, these guys you you could write to them, you know, way back in the day and they would send you the signed photos. So um, there were a lot of generalist autograph collectors that, you know, wanted to get uh, autographs from famous people. So they come out of various collections, not all the same. It's not like we picked up a big uh, uh, boxing collection, right? Right.
3: We are chatting with. Uh, we got about a minute left uh, for this first segment. Uh, there was oh, uh, shit. oh crap, sorry. Uh, there was one other thing I wanted to ask you, and I lost my train of thought about. Oh, I wanted to tell you about. Uh, you know, Ellen and I, uh, we ghost wrote a former welterweight champ. Uh, Undisputed Welterweight chant Tony DeMarco. Uh, We uh, ghost wrote his autobiography uh, for him. And Tony became like my second father over a period of 15 or 16 years. Uh, Some of the cool stuff that is sitting in his wife's Hmm. closet is absolutely mind boggling. He's got mementos, and I mean, she's got mementos, all kinds of stuff from, you know, Rocky Marciano. Uh, all all the, the, the you know, the, the, the greatest fighters in the history of the world, gloves, shoes, robes that she's collected. And I mentioned it, mentioned you guys to her, Bobby, that when the time comes to give you a call.
5: Well, we'd be grateful, Tom. You know, that, that, that's something we're really proud of is when we can represent uh, someone's lifetime collection and really focus on the legacy of that person uh, and celebrate because families, you know, to get rid of that stuff they've had for generations, you know, Absolutely. it's really, it's really appropriate not only to sell it for the highest price, but to and, honor and, and, the honor and memory.
3: And Tony's, Tony's, you know, Tony's two fights with Carmen Basilio at the time were voted two of the top yeah. ten greatest fights of all time. And don't you, know? you guys,
2: don't you guys both think? I think in terms of collectibles, we've about thirty and seconds. And historic, Van, we can pick it up after the break. That. I think boxing is second only to baseball in the I historic totally agree. historic lineage of it. You know what I mean? We Absolutely. can talk a little more about that after the break. But yeah. all
3: right, uh, Bobby's in the house. Bobby Livingston from RR Auctions. He's going to be with us for the in, remainder of the show. Hang in there.
2: We'll be right back. Since 1996, Brian Drent and the staff at Denver's Mile High Card Company have led the charge in the collectibles hobby. Mile High is a full service dealer specializing in buying and selling cards and offers a competitive consignment program for all collectors. Whether it be their computerized want list service, appraisals, or auction services, Mile High has it all. If you've been searching for a company with a selection of high-grade vintage 1888 to 1970 baseball cards and memorabilia that shares your passion, aim high, Mile High. Go to milehighcardcode.com or call 303-840-2784 for more information. Let's go!
6: Batter up! Hi, everyone. This is Rico Petrocelli, JustCollect.com. A leader in the vintage sports card industry is giving free appraisals on your vintage cards. They'll evaluate your collection for free and let you know the value of it at no cost and no obligation you're ready to sell, JustCollect.com will offer you industry leading prices to buy your card collection. To begin your free baseball card appraisal, visit JustCollect.com or call them at 732-828-2261. That's JustCollect.com for your free vintage card appraisals and top buy prices for your cards. Check out JustCollect.com today.
2: This is Brian Drent, President of Mile High Card Company. Is your sports card and memorabilia collection properly insured? For easily replaced personal property, homeowners insurance is all most people need, but for prized possessions that you may have spent a lifetime collecting, it doesn't go nearly far enough. Collectibles Insurance Services has been insuring for over 50 years. They offer a
6: full range of protection and a zero dollar deductible at an affordable rate with no appraisals required. I know because they insure my collection. If you have a minute, go to collectinsure.com and learn more about insuring your personal card or memorabilia
8: collection. Hi, this is Dan from Memory Lane Auctions here to remind you that the renowned Memory Lane Collectibles Company has served as a beacon of light to the collecting community for the past several decades. Indeed, folks, it has been our utmost privilege and pleasure to provide the most enthusiastic collectors with an abundance of the finest sports cards and memorabilia For America's most coveted sports personalities via our world-class auctions. Whether you choose either a private sale transaction or the auction route, Memory Lane cordially invites you to reach out to us to maximize the value of your prized possessions. Also, it is not just sales that we pride ourselves on being the best of the rest. Because if you are seeking a particular keepsake for your esteemed gathering, we will be relentless in our quest to find that special piece to fulfill your collecting dreams. So no time to wait. Reach out to us today for the purposes of capitalizing on our unparalleled marketing capabilities. Simply pick up the phone and dial 877-606-5263. That's 877-606-LANE or find us on the World Wide Web at www.memorylaneinc.com. Now is the time for your valued consignment to ultimately become another one of Memory Lane's record-setting prices.
6: How would you like to own the bat that was used by your favorite player when he hit that towering home run or game-winning base hit? Now look no further than JT Sports, specializing in the sale and authentication of professional game-used bats. As the official authenticators of professional model game-used bats for PSA DNA, JT Sports will guarantee the authenticity of any bat purchased from them. JT Sports also buys and sells game-worn uniforms, gloves, and baseball equipment. The unique quality of the collectible is what JT Sports is all about. Give them a call at 609-487-8003 or check them out at GameUseBats.com. Okay, we are back and Bobby Livingston
3: is in the house from our, well, he's not really in the house. He's in his own house, sorry,
2: his office. <laughs> hey, good he to have to have a couple of a uh, couple of New England guys to open the show today, yeah, right? Yeah, he
3: was too late down to in get Rhode Island car, and, you know, and, and Bobby in New hear, Hampshire. He could he he could have gotten in his car Driven that's down right. to the studio. That's It's okay. a 40-minute ride. He's got nothing to do. <laughs> He's got nothing you know. to do. <laughs> He's
2: got a nice background, hey, though, Bobby. right there, though. See, that's a what? great he background. He does, man. he does. Yeah. You know, that, hey, Bobby. Listen,
5: listen. by the way, that, that studio that you guys have, uh, first rate, I was there the last time we did this interview. You, you guys are- Yeah, we have yeah her, that's right. You have yeah, a great pro- studio, yeah. great production. So, yeah. Uh, Tom, yeah, I, and
3: I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank
5: you, Bobby. Sure, <laughs> sure.
3: You know, uh, 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 Bobby, you guys get into horse racing much? Because I, again, that's another. I'm not a gambler, but I'm a horse racing fan. Hist- I love the history of horse racing. Do you guys get into that much? Well, we we have.
5: Uh, we've had some really fascinating, uh, fascinating uh, objects. We sold some hair from one of the groomsmen of Secretariat. You know, uh, when he won the Triple Crown, you know, yeah. The, one of the grown they them yeah, so it came you know with that it came with great provenance uh from you know we knew the guy was in the stable, and we sold that for you know well over ten thousand dollars if I recall one of the other cool uh horse racing things we had we had some tickets uh where they used to write the horses' names on it, and they came out of uh, some gangster's uh <laughs> bookkeeping you know it was we had a, t- uh, a two dollar ticket to win on sea oh, you know, phew. so wow, uh, so things like that uh are fascinating. But that's the cool jump. stuff. That's the cool stuff.
3: Right. I mean, I mean, right. Uh, it, right uh, you know, that's yeah. what I'm saying. It's like, uh, a, a, you guys, uh, again, folks, I'm, I'm, I'm asking you to go onto their auction site yeah. and just check out the stuff. How many different categories are there? 30 or 40 different categories. Right. I mean, right. besides sports, I mean, I, I, again, you do have some really, really cool, cool, uh, sports. I want to talk about soccer for a second. Now with the death, I know you have a signed Pele jersey, I believe. Correct, Bobby?
5: Yeah. Yep. We sure do. Yep.
3: Now with the death of him recently, um, is, when something like that happens to an athlete, does the piece of memorabilia, uh, uh, go up in price in value?
5: Typically it does because of the emotional connection to that particular person. Um, well, it also brings him you back okay, into man? the
2: news as well because you yeah, now now down, yeah. down front front page headlines, right? I mean,
5: good point, right, Bobby? Yeah, I apologize, guys. No, um, it's okay. Uh, gonna... oh, you're not dying <laughs> on us. Right?
3: Listen I'm to me. So Do okay. not die on us <laughs> right Jesus. now. You're I'm right. begging you're you.
5: Bad. <laughs> if you could leave that in, I'd be so grateful. Yeah. <laughs> Especially <laughs> when <laughs> the. <fun. laughs> I think when when anybody like. When anybody like Pele passes away, of course, people uh, have an m- emotional connection to Pele, and so the prices rise. One of the great things, though, about Pele is he made himself available to sports fans and signed lots of things and had the human interaction at the you know the national sports convention or you know uh, uh, wh- or wherever he might have been. Uh, he was a figure that um, was accessible, so there's lots of signed things and uh, that you can get from him uh, with his name on it. So. You know that's when, when when someone like Prince passed away or Princess Diana passed away, where you didn't have them signing a lot of things, and prices go yeah yeah you know, re, re, really high, so it's supply and demand
2: i I love the you know the auctions you have, Bobby, and I love this discussion because it's kind of given us a chance to talk about some of the sports we don't talk about a lot, like like boxing, like horse racing you've had a lot of Olympic. Memorabilia as we well. Tons, at tons. Can you just talk about some of the stuff you've had or that you that you have now um, that are out there for people?
5: Well, we've become one of the leading uh, auction houses that focus in an auction just on Olympic medals. Yeah. yeah. And so the, the prices have been been going up. Uh, it's not a large uh, collector base, but they want a gold medal from every Olympic. Yeah. Which you know, uh, and there's only so few that get to market because obviously these are uh, treasured by families, uh, you know, but as generations go by, we, you know, we get, can you imagine we get a gold medal from 1896? No, see, that's what I'm How the hell do uh, you get stuff <laughs> like that? Yeah. You know, well, you know, high prices, you know, getting in the newspaper with a high price, like, all right, you know, we can well, you know, use a hundred grand, you know? I,
3: I, another thing that you guys really are into is space travel. Uh, space navigation, uh, the Apollo program. I mean, you, what do you guys have an exclusive on that stuff?
5: No, no. Uh, you know, uh, the space auctions started in the '90s with our uh, our big brother, Sotheby's, Christie's, Heritage. You know, they all do very good space auctions. Um, we're just a little bit of a smaller company, and we were able to, you know, we're we're able to nudge our way in there, and uh, all of a sudden, you know, we became one of the leading auction houses of, of uh, NASA items and. You know, many of the astronauts are or were our consigners, So, we, you know, the provenance, you know, wasn't on the moon. Yeah. I mean, John, we sell things that were on the moon. <laughs> so, so, right. I want to know how you
2: authenticated the uh, the secret. Was it secret? No, biscuits here. Or was it secretary? What no, it secretariat.
5: Is- yeah, secretariat. How did you, was there a picture Again. of a guy
2: like this? <laughs> how, you know what I mean?
5: Well, you know, uh, I don't know. I think we've talked about this before, Tom. But you know, there, there's a long tradition of collecting humans' hair as signs of affection. So they've taken sold-
2: most of mine. So
5: yeah. I'm telling you, Lamazo <laughs> still got
3: screwed because Lomazo bought a piece <laughs> of Elvis's hair, and I'm telling you, this was a local barber from Lawrence that took it off the floor and sold it to Lamazo.
5: Lamazo <laughs> thinks it's Elvis's hair. It's like
3: ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous.
5: <laughs> you know. Uh, I- on, on that stuff though you know it's it's uh it's chain of custody where did it come from to the yeah. person you know so so typically if you get a you know piece of lincoln's hair it comes with you know a, a letter of provenance from like 1865 right. or you know 19 you know, yeah. you know that no, I know. Uh, direct line so the the secretariat hair uh you know came from the groomsman he was there and uh he's you know a lot of articles written about him so you know with, with it, there's always with artifacts it, 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 there's Unless you get it right from the person, which right. we did in that case, there's a little bit of leap of faith. So we try to lock it up as of much course. as possible so when right. you bid and win it, you're comfortable with it. Because we never want uh, – we won't sell anything that's, that is not locked up with provenance.
3: We had a chatting with Bobby Livingston from our, our auction. Uh, JM, while we're chatting with Bobby, why don't you dig out? Your little read there
2: for our good friend Charlie Perino and JRI Cards. I will do just that, Zap. If you want to have an absolute blast at obtaining some great modern and vintage cards, you got to check out JRI Cards. Our Paisan, as Zap said, Charlie the Iron Ripper. I'm having with lunch
3: with him next week, by the way. Are you really?
2: Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. That's great. That's great. Nice warm weather lunch. Well, uh, plus,
3: plus, I may be uh, broadcasting from his studio.
2: Oh, nice. Excellent. You're out. You're Along- out. Along with Triple H, Money Marco, the Dollar Dollar Girls, and the JRI gang, they give you the chance to participate in opening an unopened and sealed fresh waxed or cello pack of your favorite sport. Who knows? You might wind up with a Nolan Ryan, an Aaron, Montana, Peyton, or even a Mantle. It's easy. You buy in, JRI opens the pack on live stream, and you get a card. It's that simple. As a matter of fact, if you pull that special jewel, the guys at JRI cards will even have it graded for you. Featured in the LA Times, ESPN, and US. JRI is the hottest card-pulling show going right now on the Internet. And let's not forget that JRI donates a part of their proceeds to various charities. So that's JRI Cards, the break show that everyone is talking about. They're always digging up cardboard treasures. For a great hobby experience, go to jricards.com.
3: Well done. Uh, We are chatting with Bobby Boy, Bobby Livingston (coughs) from RR Auction. Bobby, what is the single... Coolest thing, yeah, that has gone through your hands.
5: Well, it didn't go through my hands. But we auctioned off the seat for twenty-eight million dollars so that you could ride next to Jeff Bezos into space. So that you right. know, that is the coolest thing uh, we were involved in. Blue Origin, his rocket company, contacted us and asked us to uh, organize the sale and vet all the bidders, and uh, we did that. And we had you know, Tom, we had. Uh, Twenty-three people ready to kidding. bid five million on the. F- it was all phone bidding, so it was it was an incredible uh, day for us. And it, I think it's probably the coolest uh, we've we've ever auctioned. Uh, maybe the coolest thing that has ever gone through my hands. Or at least the first thing yeah. that comes physical, to tangible mind. thing. Yeah, we had uh, so Professor Einstein uh, would would uh, when he'd write a letter and he was talking about. E equals mc squared he called the theory of relativity he didn't right. write out the formula right and so we had a letter where he was arguing with a fellow si- uh physicist and basically einstein it wasn't german but he's giving this guy the business and he said look just use e equals mc squared mm-hmm. they'll solve all your problems Albert einstein and it was like you know oh you know to God. see him use it in the context of a sentence and not on a chalkboard you know <clears it> was, <throat> that i mean that was pretty incredible but the look you know every month if you look at our website there's something fantastic. So I'm looking like look, you, 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 <laughs> you got something by
3: Toy, Tolstoy. You got a Tolstoy.
5: You get something by Leo
3: Tolstoy. I mean, you know, I mean, uh, I, I don't know. Gandhi, right?
2: Yeah, right, right. Mahatma Gandhi. Yeah. One of the yeah. one of the things that really is a kind of a cool item. It's actually framed. It looks like a nice piece. You have the bullet that Jack Ruby fired at Lee Harvey Oswald. No, no, not, no way. Not, not the
5: bullet, not the okay. bullet. Unfortunately, uh, the, the shell. <laughs> uh, Oswald, Oswald, got not the those bullet, balls. right?
2: The bullet is somewhere in, in Oswald, but <laughs>
5: very, very famously. Uh, uh, Jack Ruby's brother was able to get the gun back from the Dallas Police Department yeah. a- after, the, uh, after he was assassinated, after he assassinated Oswald. And so he put it up for auction in the Herman Darwick auction way back in the 80s. And it, and, uh, it sold for a whole ton of money uh, to a very famous uh, collector named Anthony Puglisi. And Puglisi took the gun and fired like 200 shots into a swimming pool. And those are the bullets uh, that we have but it was actually, you know, they're really cool though. Yeah. I mean, it's a really it, it, cool piece. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Bobby, well, I mean, is there, is
3: there a big, uh, this must be a big JFK assassination collectors group that, you know, whatever they can get their hands on.
5: Yeah, there absolutely is. You know, uh, mm-hmm. the, you know, JFK's assassination for uh, people of a certain generations, like, you know, they never forget that moment. And, like me. Uh, right. And so a lot of the, th- A lot of the things that we get to sell, which is really incredible, like the ruby gun, is a lot of the evidence that was used in the Warren Commission belonged to the Oswald family. So he sent it all back to his mother, and she started selling it. it. (laughs) So so we've sold – and uh, we've sold uh, Oswald's m- uh, Marine Corps gunnery book that, you know, that uh, he uh, – his scorecard from the Marines, absolutely authentic. And it showed that Oswald could hit a bullseye 600 yards in the wind. And, it, you know, it had all the markings signed by the sergeant. You know, so uh, to have evidence, you know, be able to collect evidence that kind of points towards okay, Oswald was a lone assassin, you know, sure. not to start anything. but No, you're know, making the, a great like, point. The other cool thing we had is that his mother so Oswald wrote to his mother when he defected to the Soviet Union says mom i need some money so his mother sends him a western union check for 20 bucks and he sends it back and says mom i'm in russia it's no the <laughs> western <laughs> union can you send me some cash so, so we had the actual the actual western union check you know which is yeah, that's classic it's you know it's indisputable why would somebody create you know, a piece of evidence like
3: that. You know, you're, you're, you're making a point of uh, the, the point you brought up about when when Jack Ruby uh, took out uh, Oswald. I was in sixth grade. I'll never forget that. I mean, there are certain things that stick out in your mind. And that weekend was, you know, for, for, for people my age, was just off the charts. But we had just sat down to Sunday dinner. And we had a little portable TV on a stand that was in the living room. And my father was able to roll the TV into the doorway so that we could watch what was going on. And we're sitting down there and Jack Ruby on live TV offs Lee Harvey Oswald. All I remember was my mother started screaming. Started screaming, like, this isn't happening, this isn't happening. It was like little things like that that just stick out in your mind with the Kennedy yeah. assassination. Man.
2: And I think that's the allure well, of, of all these items. You actually have a letter from Jackie Kennedy, right? And you have some other first lady items, right, Bobby?
5: Yeah, you know, uh, Jackie Kennedy, you know, is really as close, you know, Kennedys were a royal family in yeah. America. Closest thing know, we had to it, no doubt. Yeah, right? absolutely. And, uh, you know, Jackie corresponded a lot. Uh, and she wrote lots of beautiful letters. And if you look at it, her penmanship, we I mean, just, just gorgeous. Just yeah, the way she, her letter formations Lovely are. Woman. And, uh, you know, she, she, yeah. So we get a lot of great Jackie Kennedy, um, letters and also a lot of first ladies. Uh, you, you know, if, if you're interested in that type of thing, I mean, it's, it's a, these are all witnesses to history there. I mean, they were there in yeah. the white house with their husbands, So it's Very usually cool. some really cool stuff.
3: We are chatting with Bobby Livingston from RR Auctions. East Coast Sports Marketing and Hunt Auctions are pleased to present the Philly Show. Philly actually is called the Philadelphia Sports Collectors Show. The Philly Show from Friday, March 10th through Sunday, March 12th at the Greater Philadelphia Expo Center Hall, uh, 100 Station Ave, Oaks, Pennsylvania. Shop over 250 of your favorite hobby dealer boots on over 75,000 square feet of sports collectibles heaven from the 1800s to present day. Major sports auction houses and third-party graining and authentication companies are on hand to assist your collecting needs. The Philly Show is family-friendly, and all kids 10 and under get in for free. Autographed guests include Johnny Bench, Mike Schmidt, Steve Cotton, baseball stars Pete Rose and Ken Griffey Sr., and many, many more. For more information, go to thephillyshow.com. Remember, since 1975, The Philly Show is where it all started. Uh, we got about a minute left for this segment, Bobby. Um, Getting back to uh, your sports memorabilia, tell us
5: about a few of the cool things that you have in the auction, if you can remember. Well, if you... If you recall, you know this is all PSA encapsulated, and it's all fresh material. You know this has never been in a you know, in a holder before, at least most of it. Right. You know, so so it's not just sports. You know, it's it's astronauts, it's military people, it's yep. Jimi Hendrix, Jim Morrison. Yeah. Uh, you know, cool stuff, you know, man. Musk. You know, it's all in here, and so it's a it's a great variety of things uh, to to supplement your your collection. You know, with historic figures. You just don't get, it. you know, I think, I think uh, it, there's something for everybody. So go to rrauction.com and uh, and check it out.
3: All right. Listen, now you're going to stick with us to the end of the show. We're going to take a quick break. We come back. Hopefully John Brogy from the national. Do you guys go to the national uh, sometimes you do, sometimes you don't.
5: Well, they won't, you know, there's no tables. How do you get a booth? I you know, know it's next to
3: impossible. <laughs> we'll, ask, we'll ask John that question.
5: All right. We're going to take a quick break. Hang in there. We
1: will be right back. Pristine Auction is a family-owned and operated online auction specializing in autographed memorabilia, sports cards, coins, art, and collectibles. Since their founding in 2010, they've grown to two facilities in Phoenix, Arizona, totaling over 60,000 square feet. Jared Cavalli and an incredible staff of over 150 team members serve a very large customer base and enjoy every minute of it. By working with leading authentication companies, Pristine ensures all items are 100% authentic In addition, third-party authenticators regularly travel to Pristine Auction to provide authentication services on-site. Pristine Auction strives to operate its business in a way that's honoring to God, their families, and their customers. With a strong focus on speed, quality, and premier customer service, their mission is to be the leading online auction for every level of collector and fan. Pristine also works for Hope Sports and Identity Hoops International. Traveling to Mexico to build houses for the less fortunate, Pristine Auction offers several online auction formats with thousands of auctions ending each day. For more information, go to pristineauction.com. That's Pristine Auction, the best in the business
7: with record-breaking sales from everything from the White Border T206 Honus Wagner for $3.12 million to some great items that support the Jackie Robinson Foundation. Golden Auctions has set the highest standards for the finest in sports cards, autographs, and game-used memorabilia. We're always accepting consignments of high-end premium sports treasures or entire collections. Please register for our next auction and bid now at goldenauctions.com. That's golden with an I. We at Golden Auctions are committed to providing unsurpassed customer service for the discriminating collector that's exactly why we're the leader in the industry visit goldenauctions.com or call 856-767-8550 remember golden auctions we don't just break records we shatter them
1: if you're a discerning collector interested in owning the most important pieces in the hobby look no further than leland's auctions the hobby's leading sports auction house for four decades.
7: It's often been said that championships are won on the practice field and world records come only to those willing to work harder than everybody else. Heritage Auctions is the world's largest collectibles auctioneer because we believe that becoming the best is only an invitation to the challenge of remaining the best. This requires the skills of the hobby's top experts
8: Hi, this is Dan from Memory Lane Auctions here to remind you that the renowned Memory Lane Collectibles Company has served as a beacon of light to the collecting community for the past several decades. Indeed, folks, it has been our utmost privilege and pleasure to provide the most enthusiastic collectors with an abundance of the finest sports cards and memorabilia for America's most coveted sports personalities via our world class auctions. Whether you choose either a private sale transaction or the auction route, Memory Lane cordially invites you to reach out to us to maximize the value of your prized possessions. Also, it is not just sales that we pride ourselves on being the best of the rest, because if you are seeking a particular keepsake for your esteemed gathering, we will be relentless in our quest to find that special piece to fulfill your collecting dreams. So no time to wait, Reach out to us today for the purposes of capitalizing on our unparalleled marketing capabilities. Simply pick up the phone and dial 877-606-5263. That's 877-606-LANE or find us on the World Wide Web at www.memorylaneinc.com. Now is the time for your valued consignment to ultimately become another one of Memory Lane's record-setting prices.
9: They are prized possessions, and you need a place to store them that is safe and secure. The eBay Vault is exactly that, an insured, climate-controlled facility with state-of-the-art security that guards your valuable collection around the clock. Your vault account is protected by two-step verification and easily accessible through eBay collection. And everything stored in the eBay Vault is backed by authenticity guarantee. Buying and selling is a seamless experience. When you buy an eligible card on eBay, it can be sent directly to the eBay vault at checkout. Or if it's already in the eBay vault, you can just keep it there. And selling from the eBay vault is just as easy. Every card in the vault has been expertly inspected, detailed, and photographed, so you can quickly sell it with a pre-populated listing. And if your buyer chooses to withdraw their card from the eBay vault, we handle packing, shipping, and insurance. And same goes for you. If you want that rare rookie card in your hands, you can have it shipped to you at any time. Collect like a pro with the eBay Vault.
2: And Zap, the eBay Vault is climate controlled, insured, and protected with 24-hour security. Soon, you'll be able to send cards already in your collection directly to the eBay Vault. They will take high-quality photos of the front and back of the card and document all the details for your viewing pleasure. And to make the listing to sell process seamless for more info go to ebay.com connecting buyers and sellers globally
3: two reads you did flawlessly today i'm very impressed very yeah i'm uh, i'm a strong reader you are very good (laughs) i'm sure you did well in grammar school all right listen bobby's still with us and let's bring in our other guest, a very dear friend of the show this guy's been with us since day one he's a legend he is the legend, the executive director of the National Sports uh, Collectors Convention, John Brogy. Mr. Brogy, how are you?
0: Morning everybody. How are you?
3: Good, good. How are you, buddy? So uh so this is a uh interesting year for you, but it let's is. T- let's let's talk about uh, do we uh can we talk about that or no? Sure if you'd like. I mean, well, uh, all right. I mean, listen, uh, we, you and I have spoken uh off off record uh And you have been great to the show. But not only that, you and Mike, the late Mike Burkus, your your crew has been phenomenal, phenomenal, uh, and has taken the National to another level. This is your last year um, as the executive director of the National. I'm sure it's going to be bittersweet, but you've got to be excited that this is, you know, this last year is in Chicago.
0: Well, oh, absolutely. I mean, I get to go to Gibson's every night, as you can exactly. <laughs> no, Nothing wrong with that. Uh, yes, the uh, the board of directors decided uh, not to renew our contract, which expires after this show. Uh, they're going with a, another group. Um, we felt that we had done a great job and uh, would have liked to have continued, but they've chosen to go in a different direction. But we're going to put on the best show ever, as we have for the last three or four years, uh, as you know, the National in Chicago uh, is second to none. It's just the central location makes it a great venue for us. Um, we've expanded the size of the show floor. I know people have talked about trying to get booths at the National. We've added another 40 booths this year. Um, but um, I don't know how much further we can use on the bottom floor of Rosemont. And the venues that, that, that houses are just, you know, there are very, very few still remaining. but. We're expecting a great show in Chicago this summer, and we know you guys will be there broadcasting for Yeah, us. looking
3: forward to it. And, Bobby, by the way, jump in. Uh, any questions you have, uh, feel free to jump in. John, how many years uh, have you been doing
0: the, the National? Well, I've been involved with The National since probably 1985 or 84. Um, Mike and I started to run the show in 2006 in Anaheim. But I've been involved with it um with with other groups from nineteen ninety eight on as well as uh, you know running the show um Mike, as you mentioned, passed away in two thousand and fifteen, and his son Dan came on board uh, for the Atlantic City Show in two thousand and sixteen and he and I have been running it since then so it's a good long time. It's a yeah. good long time. John,
2: John, in the years you've been doing it, and I echo Zap's thoughts, you've done, you've done an amazing job. The first one I did was that one in 2016 uh, in Atlantic City, and it's just gotten better and better every single year. What, what are the biggest kind of changes, developments, whether it's plus minus that you've seen over the years in preparing and putting on a show like this?
0: Well, I think as the industry has grown over the last several years and there have been so many new players uh, our corporate pavilion has grown. Um, one of the reasons um, we had to increase space in Chicago is because a lot of the people that we had in our corporate pavilion in Atlantic City would have been shut out if we didn't expand the corporate pavilion. Um, and we have wound up doing that. So I would say the growth of the industry hobby, if you will, uh, has caused a lot more companies to want to participate. Uh, to be able to fit those, we have to increase the space. That plus starting right, right just just before COVID, um, the attendance has just skyrocketed. Been the, the last track. three yeah. shows have yeah. been have been the largest we've run.
3: Bobby, have you ever been to the
5: national? Yeah, I have. Uh, we we go uh, as guests <laughs> sometimes, and we've had a booth a couple of times. Uh, it's so fantastic, and I mean the growth of the industry is just. Unbelievable. And the corporate uh, boosts are just i mean, getting bigger and bigger, John. I mean, congratulations on uh, Shepard. You that know,
3: thing. I'm going to I'm going to direct this question to both of you, John, you first and then you, Bobby, your thoughts, John. It seems as though like, you made a point that uh, with the inception of covid, things just kind of exploded. It also seems as though, uh, you know, in the last three years, does it go hand in hand with covid? The influx of young speculators slash investors in the card world, uh, you know, buying modern cards up. Do you think that it's all interrelated? The the, the fact that the, the you know these these all of these investors and speculators
0: had some time in the hand and really got back into it. Absolutely. Um, the eighteen months or so where we just stayed at home for the most part um, gave people an opportunity to get involved in an online basis. And these people for the most part have stayed involved in the hobby. And the fact that the national was one of the first events after things broke with COVID uh, in July of, of 2021 um, had, had people coming out in droves to be able to see what prior to that, they just saw online. So they got to meet the people they were dealing with. They got to uh, physically see some of the cards that that they wanted to buy before they bought them. So I think it's, it's a hundred percent due to uh, COVID and the the follow-up results of it. Bobby, have
3: you seen that in, in, on on your side of the fence? Uh, Did things spike uh, with COVID, you know, during the COVID pandemic and since that time?
5: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. People had such a, uh, disposable income and couldn't leave their house, and so participating in an online auction and focusing on their collections definitely happened. So, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, for us it was a boom, and uh, and uh, we're we're staying kind of consistent with where we were. So. You
2: know, it's Uh-oh. interesting. I'm sorry, Jam. go ahead. No, I was going to ask John. I mean, people probably don't realize, or maybe they do, people that have been there. It's such a huge undertaking, logistically, this event. You know, it's not for us. We kind of focus on the, the things there, the cards, the vendors, the, you know, the booths and stuff like that. But uh, it's, it's a, it really is year long, isn't it, John? I mean, when Atlantic City ended last year, I imagine your, your, your thoughts moved right to, to 2023, Right. Absolutely. We actually made a a
0: trip into Chicago in September uh, because we've changed a little bit of the the way the show floor is situated. We had to make sure that we could um, have a place for people who got there early and everybody gets there early. We open the show at 10 o'clock. People are waiting in line at eight o'clock. So we have to have a place for these people to be able to wait and get staged to get in. So we looked at that. there are a variety of different entrance points for the show. We've got to be able to deal with that. So, yeah, it's it's a year-round thing. Uh, we're signing corporate sponsors right now. We started selling tickets for the show in November on Cyber Monday, and we've already sold out a super VIP ticket. You can't buy any more of those. <laughs> yeah, um, VIP tickets and, and general admission tickets and five-day packages are still available. But um, the interest early is is crazier than ever. You know, John, you've seen obviously over the years the
3: evolution of this um, uh, convention where at one time I'm sure it was just car dealers and then car dealers and auction houses. Now it's car dealers, auction houses, uh, uh, space age type technologies. I mean, it's uh, it's like amazing how it has evolved.
0: Yeah. Originally in 1980, when when Mike and Gavin Riley and the crew created the first national, it was strictly vintage cards. That's all anybody cared about. That's all they did. Topps was the only card producing company. They put out one set a year. So there wasn't a lot of new card interaction. As the industry has grown and as, as people have gotten more involved, you know, there are multiple card companies. We also bring in Grading companies, there was no such thing as PSA back in, in 1980. Right. So um, the auction houses are an integral part of our, our, our industry. And um, the fact that we've been able to absorb all of those aspects, I think, you know, gives credit to the national to be the event that everybody needs to be at every year. But you're absolutely right. The the evolution of the hobby over the this is the 43rd national over the 43 years um, is It's something you could write a book about. It's unbelievable. (laughs) Hey, listen, we got about a minute. About a minute left, Bobby.
3: uh, Let's get back to you real quickly. Your uh, website, so folks, I'm telling you, you got to just you got to check it out. At least go check it out. it's an amazing auction. What
5: is your uh, uh, website address, Bob? It's rrauction.com. We've got an auction uh, ending February eighth, and another one on the fifteenth. You know, the whole PSA encapsulated auction. So come check it out our auction.com
3: and john if people want more information uh, on the
0: national where can they go the website for the national is nscc show.com national sports collectors convention show.com you can buy tickets there we'll publish all the information in our our social media sites are very very active on facebook instagram and uh, twitter so uh, check us out
3: well, John, I want to thank you. You know what you've meant to this show. Uh, you sure. have been a catalyst for us, yep. Uh, as well as PSA, you guys have really always been supportive. Obviously, we're going to talk to you down the road before the national a few more times. But uh, congratulations on another. What's going to be a spectacular show. Bobby same to you good luck with the uh, auction and Bobby if uh, that George Washington uh, thing doesn't sell feel free to just drop it in the mail That would be very nice gesture in your pocket.
5: you can use your the check free won't tr- clear you, you, your check, you, we don't take your check use oh, the free <laughs> use the
2: free frank you won't even need a stamp
5: a <laughs> free frank that's right
2: with that being said,
3: with that being said J.M., have a great week to all our right, all and listeners thank you so much for the support I mean, we are on so many different platforms now, I can't keep track of them. (laughs) Although I know that when Ellen gets really ticked off at me, when we're having our cocktail and I say, Alexa, play the Great American Collectible Show. She goes ballistic. It's awesome. (laughs) With, With that being said, guys, have a great week. And remember, happy collecting.